All right. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Hodge, head coach at Rockwell Trading. And this morning, we're going to take a look at what's moving the markets and what you should know as we head into the open. It is Friday, July 30th, and let's go ahead and get right to the charts. So yesterday, the uh, the markets uh, edged higher. At least the S&P made new record highs. Uh, intraday highs, that is, closed just below Monday's uh, close, but a new intraday high for the S&P, up uh, four-tenths of a percent yesterday. The Dow also making new intraday highs, uh, just like the S&P, not quite closing at the Monday record close, but intraday new records for the Dow, up four-tenths of a percent. The NASDAQ was a little slower here, up uh, two-tenths of a percent and uh, did not make new uh, record intraday highs like the S&P and the Dow, uh, but higher nonetheless. And traders were waiting for some earnings, as has been the case all week long, uh, specifically with the NASDAQ, because yesterday a big one was Amazon. We'll talk about that. Uh, but we see here that futures are pointing to a lower start this morning. So the mini Dow is down a quarter of a percent. The S&P, the E-mini S&P is down uh, six-tenths of a percent, and the NASDAQ is leading the uh, for losses this morning down over one percent. A lot of that having to do with Amazon. Uh, now, even though we're pointing to a lower start this morning, we've actually had a pretty decent July here, and uh, this is the last trading day of the month. If we look at, let me reset that. If we look at the S&P, uh, not counting uh, the the uh, losses in the futures markets this morning, the S&P is up 2.8% for the month. The Dow is up 1.7% for the month. The NASDAQ is up 3.4% for the month. So a pretty solid month uh, in general, in, in spite of the, the drop today, unless something just gets crazy today, looks like we're going to finish the month positive. But let's take a closer look at what's going on in earnings and why this uh, drop in the NASDAQ is taking place. Let's go to Amazon here. Amazon. There we go. I go back to a daily, but if we go back to this daily here, we see that after making some new records mid-month, pulled back a little bit. Earnings yesterday after the bell, and you'll see that pre-market, Amazon's taking a bit of a hit. So Amazon down 7% pre-market. And uh, you think that reporting $113 billion in revenue would be a good thing, uh, but it was actually lower than expected. So Amazon down 7% after missing revenue forecasts for the first time in three years. The company did report a 27% uh, growth year over year, and they reported their third consecutive quarter with $100 billion in revenue, uh, but it fell short of Wall Street expectations, high expectations there. Um, but it also highlighted a, a bit of a concern because uh, they were showing revenue growth was slowing, you know, looking at the pace of growth, which was a 41% increase uh, a year ago. 
And Amazon also did warn about some lower sales and, and growth for the third quarter. So part of it is missing that uh, analyst expectation, but also mentioning that things could slow down a little bit in the third quarter. Traders taking that into consideration and Amazon being a weight on the NASDAQ right now and trading lower by 7% plus. Let's take a look at, well, actually there was a, an item on the, the calendar to mention. Uh, we had core PCE price index, and uh, this came in a little bit lower than expected. Uh, these levels are still high. In fact, the core PCE price index, it's, it's data that the Fed does keep a close eye on. So this is important. And it actually rose 3.5% year over year in June, uh, which is high. Uh, it actually is the highest, uh, the biggest move since uh, July of 1991, uh, but a little bit lower than forecast. Uh, to be honest, even though this is closely watched and it's something that the Fed keeps an eye on, if we take a look at like a five-minute chart of the NASDAQ, we see here all of this drop in the NASDAQ came after the Amazon earnings, and that report at 8.30 Eastern really didn't move the markets too much. But that was one uh, that popped up today and a little bit lower than expected, uh, but still the biggest increase year over year since July of 1991. So again, Fed's considering that we, we do have higher prices. They expect it to be more transitory, uh, but the Fed's monitoring that and core PCE price index is one of those things that they monitor. Let's look at a few more earnings. Let's look at Chevron, CVX, CVX. So Chevron up over 1% pre-market. Uh, Chevron reported its second straight profitable quarter with a $1.71 earnings per share versus a $1.59 estimate. They also had a revenue beat. So Dow component, Chevron up a little bit pre-market. Uh, Exxon Mobil, no longer in the Dow, but uh, actually they were looking at, it was a little bit higher pre-market, but now down a bit pre-market. Exxon Mobil, uh, they reported an earnings beat as well, a $1.10 earnings per share versus a $0.99 cent estimate, better revenue, and they said that earnings were being helped out by improved cost structure and also better market conditions for the company, uh, taking a little bit, you know, tiny hit pre-market. Uh, but decent earnings, solid earnings for Chevron and Exxon. Caterpillar, Caterpillar, Caterpillar down over 2% pre-market. Uh, we can see here that Caterpillar has been trading in this range and with the pre-market dip down over 2%, we're down at this lower part of this range that we had in June and July. Uh, they actually reported solid earnings the company earned 260 per share versus a 240 estimate and had a revenue beat saying that it's benefiting from higher infrastructure spending around the world, but taking a little bit of a hit pre-market down over 2%. So Caterpillar down and you know, it kind of seems like the, the theme is still strong earnings and I don't know the exact numbers, but last I saw, I think FactSet uh, reported that 88% of uh, S&P 500 companies were beating expectations. This is you know big week for earnings. Uh, we're getting through the the, the you know core earnings, but it, it seems like it's the same thing. Better than expected earnings, but we're getting uh, a little bit uh, of 
you know, for some of these companies, concerns over the third quarter, or or at least the, the growth could slow a, a little bit. And that, that's something that's popping up this week a little bit more than we saw uh, towards the beginning of earnings season. Let's look at another one, Procter & Gamble, PG. Procter & Gamble is up over 1% after an earnings beat with $1.13 per share versus a 108 estimate and a better revenue. Not quite at records for this one. Looks like records were made in November. Uh, so looking at highs of the recent range uh, with this uh, pre-market rally. The company also uh, warned that increasing commodity prices could have an impact on uh, earnings in the coming year. So good earnings for Procter & Gamble, but war warning about uh, prices, warning about uh, commodity prices. Now, one getting hammered right now is PINS, Pinterest, P-I-N-S is the ticker. And we could see that uh, this year, this has been all over the place. Just a, a huge pandemic winner. Um, you know, here we see the pandemic drop, and this thing went from 10 bucks a share to 80 bucks a share. Uh, a lot of this having to do with people shopping from home. Uh, the Pinterest marketplace just taking off. Also, when uh, masks were scarce, a lot of uh, people were making masks and being able to buy them on Pinterest. So Pinterest saw a huge uh, you know, surge in growth and sales, did very well, peaked out in February of this year. But since then, some concerns here back and forth. Pinterest now trading back at these uh, lows, $58.20 a share, down 19% pre-market. Now, they actually beat earnings and revenue expectations, but they said that uh, the there was a quarterly decline in monthly users. So that has investors a little concerned because they don't want to see monthly users decrease because just the, the story here, hey, uh, Pinterest surged when everybody was at home. If, and if uh, monthly users are decreasing, possibly because people are not home shopping as much, uh, that can hurt uh, future revenue. And uh, that seems to be the the reason why uh, Pinterest is just getting hammered right now, down 19%. So Robin Hood, H-O-O-D, kicked off trading yesterday. Let's go to a five-minute chart. So this was the Robin Hood debut, and uh, they opened at 38 bucks a share, rallied up to 40.25, and that was as high as it got. Closing at 34.81, down over 8% from its debut price uh, yesterday, and it looks like Robinhood's getting a little, uh, a little, uh, well, seeing a little more selling. So Robinhood down over 3% pre-market. I mentioned uh, yesterday that that I'm not touching this one at, at least right now. Um, we've just really we've seen a shift in IPOs. Maybe this changes, uh, but over the years, I've seen a shift where instead of IP, everybody scrambling to get that IPO and hanging on to it, it seems like the IPO comes out and then it drops 50% uh, before it starts really uh, gaining some traction. 
Don't know if that's going to be the case with this one, but I see it over and over again. I'm not buying uh, Robinhood at, at these levels, um, but it's it's fun to watch. We'll see where this one goes. So let's uh, let's do this real quick. Let's see what's going on next week. Looking at the economic calendar, uh, I know there's at least one big report as we kick off a new month. Uh, let me just hide these low impact reports. There we go. With a new month, we have a new jobs report. So uh, Monday, ISM manufacturing being released on a Tuesday, nothing major. Wednesday, we have ADP non-farm employment numbers, ISM services at 10 a.m. on Wednesday, a weekly unemployment claims on Thursday. So that's coming out every week. But the jobs reports the biggie where you have average hourly earnings, non-farm employment change, and the unemployment rate. And again, this is another you know key metric that the uh, or report that the Fed uses to gauge uh, the the uh, you know job activity and, and strength, and uh, they base their Fed policy on this information. And that was one of the things that Fed Chair. Uh, Jerome Powell said is that, you know, with their dual uh, mandate for uh, full maximum employment and stable prices, right now the unemployment picture or the employment picture is uh, not where they want it to be. And uh, this is a biggie, uh, comes out first Friday of every month. Uh, that means that in August, it's going to be August 6th. So that's the biggie for the week. Next week, closely watched. We'll see what we get there. We'll still have some earnings, um, but you know the big tech week is now past us. We'll we'll see if uh, Amazon can gain some traction here, or if it gets worse once the the bell opens, uh, and uh, see if we could end the month with some nice gains, even though it looks like we're setting up for a down day today. So that's going to do it for today's stock market update. Have a wonderful trading day, great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. And until then, happy trading, everybody.